airing the Addisons. Well, let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thanks for joining us today. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B. is over in Studio CC. We'll get around to some of your phone calls mm-hmm. in the third segment. Looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to Friday, which I know, mm. um, you know, as the Lord wills. So, mm-hmm. you know, you don't think too far ahead. Of course, you plan, but you understand that. I think everybody looks forward is... to Friday. Well, most people. Oh, yeah, but not for the reason <laughs> that I am. Okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe so. I don't know. Um, no, but I, I was looking forward to Friday because I was thinking about what we have talked about for, I, I would say, um, two days. But it's been in bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I just discussing the role of women in ministry and discussing our dynamic and mm-hmm. um, the way we operate on this show. And I would imagine... Uh, and you've said this a few times that whenever we get one question about that, there's yeah. probably many more questions that people have yeah. Yeah. about the way we function together. And um, and so I'm I'm looking forward to Friday kind of just blasting the phone lines wide open for people to ask us questions. We've done this before mm-hmm. um, on the morning show, but we had established a listening audience and we right. felt like there had been enough time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For people to know us and yeah. to hear our style, to hear the way we interact both with each other and with other callers and, and with information, to be able to ask us questions that would be, um, for lack of a better word, legitimate questions. Because now you, you're you able to arrive at a conclusion. You have some right. thoughts, you know. Um, so we didn't do that initially because we, having changed networks, are building an audience. Like you're, you're mm-hmm. building mm-hmm. Um, people who feel like to a certain extent they know you or they understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And we didn't think it would be fair to ourselves to say, Hey, you guys want to ask us questions um, (laughs) about marriage that may be of, you know, a little bit more of a personal nature, but with our kids, things like that. um, We kind of held off doing that. And I think we've hit the one year mark with you guys um, maybe a month over that one year. Sorry, we didn't celebrate our anniversary together with y'all. But I feel a little bit more comfortable opening the phone lines for that. Will the Great, how do you yeah, feel? I yeah, don't know. I mean, I, I agree. Look, I, I feel like we've been doing this, you know, as far as uh, ministry, uh, as far as radio for a good little mm-hmm. while. And I think we understand the dynamics and that we are able to answer <laughs> the questions. I mean, yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean that, you know, in the past it haven't been hard and like, you know, but man, I think we have the answers. I think people need clarity if they don't understand something. And so I'm open. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, so that's the, that's, that's what I'm talking about when I say looking forward to Friday. (laughs) Okay. No, not to anybody who's looking forward to Friday for other reasons. Okay. That's fine. (laughs) Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to opening the phone lines and allowing people to kind of continue to drill down or press or ask questions. And, um, and so we'll, by God's grace, if, if that is what he wills and we'll do that on Mm -hmm. Friday. So make sure you, you keep listening for that. Um, today, we've got a few stories, a few different stories that we want to take a look at and then have a conversation around. Um, I feel like the lead story 
at least for the sake of what we've been talking about. Um, and we didn't get to it yesterday because we had a guest on and then we were also kind of responding to our brother Jason's question. And so we didn't uh, cover this information, but it appears and I say appears because mm-hmm. things are always subject to change, but it appears that Jerry Falwell Jr.'s um, letter of resignation has been accepted by the board over there at Liberty U. And um, yeah. it seems that he and his fa- his wife, you know, I mean, he will receive a $10.5 million severance um, wow. package from Liberty University. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that looks like is that he'll get two and a half million over the next 24 months, um, plus another eight million after that period in retirement benefits. Um, and it seems that this is a contract that he signed with Liberty U uh, in 2019, in mm. July of 2019. Um, wow. Which is, is <laughs> it's not it's not a bad kind of contract to enter into. Um, yeah. <laughs> when I'm I mean, just saying in 2019, you already knew that the, if you're living risky, that all of these other things, things are going had on. already transpired. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe I, look, I mean, I, I never want to be jaded right. or, you know, but at the same time, pff, come on. Right. Well, to me, you know, it's, it's another thing to, in my opinion, that uh, the unsaved or the people of the world would look at and blaspheme. It's like, man, you know, I, I just, I, I just feel like, Okay, I'm not saying that you know um, he don't have a right to be taken care of, or uh, you know, be. Pro- but man, I'm like, that's that's a lot. That's a lot that that yeah, they're go- that yeah. they're, and, and so it makes me feel like once again we're dealing with Christian ministry organization slash was a business, and you know, yeah. being a CEO yeah. of a just a, a college. Like, yeah, but I think, and then tell me what you think about this though. But I I think that. If you are leaving a place, you know, however, the place, however, if you're leaving a place and you're leaving that place because of your own personal indiscretion, that's his fault. I, I don't think that the burden to care for you remains on that but place. It's a I business. Think that's that's on why you. It's a business. So, so this he, becomes like a golden parachute. He got the contract saying. signed last year. So. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got to honor it. That that makes me feel like it's more just a, a business. It's not like. Well, you know. according to Falwell, he says that the board was gracious not to challenge the contract that was signed in 2019 um, because he says, quote, there wasn't any cause. I haven't done anything, end quote. Uh, so, well, the board may they may they may need to look at restructuring their board, too. It seemed like the board was pretty weak in this whole process. I don't know. I don't know who's on the board. I don't, I don't know, know either. I don't but know what the it, conversation it, not a good was. Look. <laughs> um, I will tell you what I, I heard today up until this point, I was only aware of the three pieces of information um, that had been mentioned by Reuters, um, which was a screenshot and uh, text message or text messages. I'm not sure about that. And then a voicemail. But today I actually listened to um, not a voicemail. I'm sorry, a recorded conversation, a recorded three way phone call um, between Jerry Falwell Jr., his wife, Becky and the person who has accused them both. And I got to tell you, I listened to that uh, exchange between the three of them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't end that going, oh, no, we totally have this all wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't hear anything that made me think um, this is all wrong. There there is enough. I will tell you in that communication, there is enough, um, I guess, vagueness 
for it to go through a spin cycle, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like you could spin that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that very crafty public relations people would do that. Right. 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 Um, but based on the information that has already been stated, when you hear that recording of the three of them talking and you hear, I heard, I heard Jerry Falwell Jr. say, you're going to make her jealous yeah. talking about his own wife. Right. That's, with, I mean, that's just, that's, that's and like, the wife describing that she's mature. She's better now. She's, she's basically gotten used to the fact that he is going to see other women there. I just don't understand how, yeah. how you could say there's nothing. I haven't done anything. So, so how they came to the conclusion of this with his, um, you know, uh, severance and all of that. If you said, um, church discipline, if it was done the way that church discipline is supposed to be done, I feel like this was done the way that CEO of business is, does it not, not, yeah. not church discipline, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so if I'm a student at this, you know, I'm not saying that all the faculty and all the staff are like bad, I'm, you know, it's perhaps a great place to go to school, but I'm like, man, this is a top guy. And I always just have problems. It has to be hard for the students and for the parents, you know, Mm -hmm. of these students, you know, that all this has happened, you know, especially when they have to uh, abide by certain codes and things like that as the students, a high standard, you know, it's like, man, you have the person that's at the top wilding out. And it's kind of like, man, you know, so my heart goes to them. I think it comes down to, I'll tell you, if if I were in a situation where somebody asked me, okay, well, Mika, you know, um, what are your concerns here, right? I would, I would say that among my chief concerns would be the care, the care and the the love, the actual love, like not just you know mm-hmm. the PR campaigns that have to surround this thing, but the actual right. love for the Falwell family. Yeah, um, that would be my my concern. Mm-hmm. Um, greater than that, of course, would be the glory of the name of of the Lord, you know, in right. the earth, like making sure that we do everything we can. Um, to protect the integrity of that name and to protect the integrity of the scriptures. Right. And then, um, and so maybe I should have said that in reverse order. So the glory of God, mm-hmm. and then love for our brother and sister in Christ. And then after that, that's when you start to look at some of the, the practical ways that this mm-hmm. all shakes out. And here is what I would suggest very strongly, mm-hmm. that you, you would put a lot of people in um, great conflict mm-hmm. because there's a stewardship issue here. So mm. you've got people who donate to the university, um, yeah. alum. You've got people who just believe in the work of the university. And I think to say, you know, well, we've got enough money to pay out a person who has brought shame to the university and the, and his family's name in some ways. Um, I think that's a stewardship issue. And I, and I think, and I'll just speaking, you know, again, th- there are things that we do here at the Ministry of American Family Association that has ever in our sight stewardship Mm -hmm. like that people are investing and giving and helping for this ministry to continue. Mm -hmm. Right Mm -hmm. now, of course, Liberty university is different in that. Yes, you may have, I get what boosters or whatever people who are giving, (laughs) but then you also have, well, and and I would see those as two separate things. So I think tuition, I would say that's, that's a given. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay tuition. So Mm -hmm. that goes toward all of that. But I think it's the people who give yeah, who are not enrolled separate. as students, right. you know, and I don't know. I don't know what the comparison is. I don't know what the numerical uh, difference is there. 
but I think it matters, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, at any rate, matters. my question for you, Will right. the Great, is this. Mm-hmm. When you look at the way that all of this was done, yeah. are you going, oh, all right, the Lord was glorified? Are you just yeah. like, mm. no, I don't think it was done. <laughs> I think the board could have been, should have been. And man, I don't know these men, women, whoever, you know, so I don't, I want to be, but just looking from the outside, I think there should have been more accountability. And a swifter, because it kind of like he resigned and he came back. And it, it was like it, that should have been a, all right, man, this this mm-hmm. is what the word says. This is how we have to handle this. But it seemed like they handled it like they would just a business, you yeah. know, and that's a problem for me. I, I guess that's how they see themselves. But I'm yeah. thinking as far as being a Christ follower, how does the word say that we deal with this type of stuff? You know, especially when you're, you're kind of like saying stuff, well, I'm, I guess I got to be a good boy and stuff like when it, when things are being brought up. Yeah. I feel like that should have been more of a stern like, OK, we have to deal with this. But it seemed mm-hmm. like it kind of lingered, you know, all the way down to now he's getting paid out 10 million. You know, it just yeah. to me. No, I don't think so. So as a pastor, as as an elder in a local assembly, what in your in your mind, based on what is in the word of God, like if this if this were something that were uh, closer to home for you and mm-hmm. you were dealing with this, what are the next steps for Jerry Falwell Jr.? Like, how would you counsel him? What what needs to happen? Does, is it? And I know that you can't ask the university to operate as a church. Right. I understand there is a huge distinction I'm hoping there. He's a part of a church. I don't know how that works. I'm sure there's a church associated with the school. I'm, I don't know. But I'm hoping mm-hmm. that he's attending some type of fellowship and I and I and I feel like you know under that should be you know some true repentance and being able to be counseled and sat down and, and you know really you know restore you know yeah. bring to a, a, a point of restoration not back to the you know necessarily to the point of being a president of this university no but right to right. being restored back you know to where he need to be in God His personal relationship with the Lord right Amen. like yes yeah and I, I feel the same way for, for his wife, Becky. You know, I mean, I think that this is one of those things where um, the very first thing that you need is true repentance. Yes. Not, oh, I got caught. Right. <laughs> now, what are, now what are we going to Yeah. yeah no, you know, right. I think the very first thing you need is genuine contrition, true repentance. Right. And of course, you know, we don't know a person's heart. That is reserved right. for the Lord. He alone knows a person's heart. That's right. Um, but we have been given some expressly laid out parameters to be able to look at things and to say, I mean, Paul had to be able to say that that's repentance with godly sorrow or that's just like, eh. Right. Right. I mean, there had to, we have to be able to know that to some extent. That's so right. anyway, Aaron, the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll take a break and be right back. On American Family Radio, we appreciate you doing that. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's uh, Forever Jones with Every Moment. Sherry V's over in Studio CC. We will open the phone lines up shortly, so stand by for that. Um, Will, what's going on with the NBA? Well, I mean, the NBA is kind of doing what the NBA has been doing as far as the uh, being activist. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, like 
they have their season going on. Now they're in the playoffs and they're in what's called the bubble. Uh, And, you know, if you look at the court in the bubble, it has like Black Lives Matter on it. You know, they're on their jerseys. A lot of the players have elected to uh, put some type of phrase like either Black Lives Matter or enough or, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, on the back of their jersey. So they're really all in. So basically what happened recently because of the the shooting that took place in um, Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Um, Kenosha? Kenosha. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, they decided yesterday not to play any of their playoffs, playoff games that, that was scheduled. And so um, that's what they were doing, you know, and I guess they felt like, you know, um, I guess, I, I guess they felt like, man, we need to make this stance, you know, uh, to be able to uh, show that we, are tired of this and we want so the shooting to stop and all that kind of stuff so so for our listeners who are unfamiliar there was um a shooting incident between law enforcement and a man named jacob blake mm-hmm. who they were initially called on the scene because his girlfriend said he was there and he he didn't have the right to be there mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so just i'm just trying to make sure that i'm just want to talk this all out um Law enforcement arrive. They attempt to, I guess, bring him into custody or to remove him from the premises. They fire a taser. The taser doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Uh, He continues on toward his vehicle and then goes into or opens the door on the driver's side of his vehicle and then bends down, like reaches inside toward the floor of his vehicle. Yeah. One officer fires Seven shots? Yeah. Um, into his back. Yeah. Jacob Blake is now paralyzed, as I understand. That's what I understand. Yeah. So um, Kenosha has been in an uproar. Like, I mean, it's just there's been rioting. There's been mm-hmm. looting. There's been the burning of multiple buildings. Um, I was watching some incredibly disturbing footage Um, today I won't even, I won't even recommend it. Uh, I was actually sorry that I watched it, even though there was a, there was a great warning issued. Uh, some of the things that the mainstream media will not cover, um, that's happening right Mm -hmm. now. Um, just, just insane violence is, is what I'm talking about. And so the NBA weighed in on this. It seems like, it seems like LeBron James is the ringleader. Is yeah. he not? Well, or is he's a, he's yeah, he's a major voice because he's the the best player <laughs> in the uh the league. And so when he says stuff like seem like the other players kind of like follow along, you know, <laughs> when he leave meetings, <laughs> they leave meetings. Uh, you know, I, I I he is using in his view, he's using his voice and his platform to be able to stand up for justice. That's how he sees it. But you don't see it that way, though. No, no, because he's making general statements about, like, we are all scared as as black people in America. We are terrified. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I'm not. Like, yeah. you, how? Yeah. what gives him the right to speak for me, you mm-hmm. know? And so he's making these statements, and it's like, um, and they're very general in nature. And I'm like, man, you can't speak for everybody. And that's one yeah. of the problems I have, even, like, with, 
you know, with with these type of things, like with the Democrat Party, it's almost like lumped into this collective. Yeah. And my thing yeah. is, if you're going to lump me into a collective, let it be the people of God. Let it be yeah. the household of faith. Like we, Amen. not we mm-hmm. based on skin color and things like yep. that. And that's yep. that's what he's doing. And I'm like, nah. you know, if you are scared, say you are scared. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> if you're scared, and, say and you're look, scared. If is a small word uh, with huge meaning. I'm I don't gonna, think he's scared. I, I hate, okay, that's you know exactly <laughs> what I was going to ask you. No. Okay, so that's no, because I, you know, come on, man. <laughs> I just don't. I just, I, you know, it. I hate to do this, but I'm going to do it. All right, I'm sorry. Just humor me for a second here. Mm-hmm. I just, it's hard for me to picture LeBron James just like so distraught that he like turns to his personal chef and is like, you know what, I'm just going to do carbs tonight. <laughs> I'm so afraid that whatever you prepare for our family tonight, okay, go ahead with the carbs. Normally, I'm not doing carbs, but just go ahead with the carbs mm-hmm. because I'm afraid as a black man in America. So if you, when you prepare our meal tonight at home, all right, <laughs> um, include carbs. I, it's just hard for me to picture him afraid. And I, I'm, right, I'm hearing right. in your voice that you, no, I don't. you. And I think he, in his mind, I think he's saying he's trying to identify with what he feels like is happening. And I'm not saying that he never experienced anything because he came from a background that was, from what I understand, pretty harsh. Yeah. But I think he's trying to identify now with, you know, maybe the people in the community. And it's like, man, but you don't have... It's it's like the, it's, it's the whole, like... And this is even more hypocritical to me, the Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick thing. It's like, yeah. because he was adopted by a white family. Right. <laughs> and But he was right. saying all this stuff, and it's like... At the present moment, you are not in a situation where you're, you know, where you're trying to display like you feel the same way. And yeah. stuff. You're, you're far from that now, you know, and I'm not saying you can't you shouldn't like have empathy. But to the way that they're doing it, I feel like it's only stirring up more division. And mm-hmm. look, they want to they, they boycotted that game. But I saw a story where they're coming back probably tomorrow and yeah. start playing games again over the weekend. They, they're resuming so the playoffs. pretty short. Yeah, right. That, that so, was a pretty so short boycott. Why? Know? Why? That's now, my question. So I have to I see the details well. unless, you know, something real uh, really happened to where they feel like, OK, we can go back to playing. Now we got this that we were boycotting for. But I don't see that. I don't I don't see no, that. At this I point. think this comes down to um, green lives. I think <laughs> <laughs> this is not about black yeah. lives. I'm sorry. Like this. This is about green lives. And, and this is this is. Okay, look, now you've gone too far. We'll paint the court. You can wear your T-shirt. You can take a knee and all of this stuff. But now we're just now trying to generate some revenue, right? Like we're we're trying to make this thing work. And now you're saying that you're shutting it all down? Yeah. Like I I really think it comes down to – the the team owners. And I think it comes down to the association. Yeah. And and I I don't think that LeBron James – you know, can do what he thinks he can do. Yeah. I, I don't think so. Well, I think, yeah. I think to a certain extent, I mean, I don't know what, am yeah, I wrong about no, that? Maybe I, he does I, it. And I, I, I don't, I don't right. know. And I think their ratings probably have already been down, you know, in this right. bubble thing that they're doing. And so they, they're doing stuff like this. They're only losing money. Right. You know, they're only losing um, more and more money. And so, I, I think when you when it comes down to it, they were like, okay, we got to play, man. We, yeah, we they've got to, they've got to play, and 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 they need to play to stop the hemorrhage of like 
sports enthusiasts. Like people mm-hmm. are leaving. Like they're they're done with it. They're done being bombarded with their political statements, which they would declare are not political statements, but they are. People are done with that. They're done being told how to feel, how to think. And they're done with being told what they think if mm-hmm. they say this, mm-hmm. right? So so everywhere you look, somebody is trying to control your message or or your feelings, right? Trying to control your emotions. Right. Right on down to sports, which I mean, you don't you don't really go there for deep political talking points. <laughs> like that's not that's not I, right. I learned that early on in marriage. Like in trying to have a conversation with you, it's like not not during a game. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> and and not tell that you was new for me. And I tell you, I haven't been in much to I think JD's chagrin. Yeah. I haven't been watching I know like the games. Like I've been, you know, looking at highlights and stuff like that. But I'm like, man, I just I just don't like what I see, you know, when I'm looking, it's like, you know, all this social justice stuff all splattered everywhere. And I feel like, man, they have been co-opted by BLM and everybody else. And so to me personally, you know, I just haven't been watching a lot of it. And I know football is coming around. They're going to do the same stuff, I'm sure. You know, I see already where the Saints are wearing uh, on their helmets right now for practice, like the name of Jacob on their helmet they replaced Jacob Blake yeah they replaced the their name and put put their his name on their on their helmets look you know I'm like man you know they can do whatever they want but I, I want them to know too that they're going to have to reap the consequences that some people are going to be like man I just don't want to I just don't want to see that I just don't want to watch look, that I just tell you I don't I don't want to and, and, and maybe I'm thinking of this in an overly simplistic way but I don't want to live in a country where law enforcement officers are only allowed to show up with sprinkles and <laughs> and glitter, right. you know what I mean, and pixie dust and, and right. say you can't see us. You know right. what I mean? Like I I don't I don't want that to happen to our country, but I feel like there are people who want that to happen. And I think honestly, not to kind of turn it too quickly to uh political talking points, but I think honestly that probably will be the biggest thing that the Democrats will have to contend with is that their message seems to have been um, from, I guess, late June, July Mm -hmm. and August. Their message seems to have been um, let it burn, Mm. let it burn. You know what I mean? Or, 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 you know, nobody's starving. Let them eat cake. Like everybody's (laughs) okay. Right. Like, you know, it seems to be that this, that's been the disconnect, which might explain which might explain why um, Nancy Pelosi is like, don't let Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> man, that's so funny. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I think people were saying that though. That's probably what they want to try to do that. <laughs> don't don't let Joe Biden debate Trump. Um, I don't disagree with her. I mean, I do. I want her. I want him to debate, but I understand her line of thinking. It's like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but now be, what she's saying, I she, yeah, the way but she, she's I painting it is like don't right. dignify him with yeah, the whatever. Like, oh, she come know, on. she oh, know what on. it is. <laughs> she knows she don't want him in that ring, you know, with with President <laughs> Trump. Like it's gonna I, be bad. It's gonna it's, it's gonna be bad, man. It's Martin when he went up against um, Sugar Ray Leonard. Was that the episode? It's, uh, it's Tommy the Hitman Hearns. Tommy, I thank you. Yeah. I, what I sports <laughs> sports? I don't know. No, you had um, that's that's the same sport. Okay. Just around. You know, person. Okay, you're boxing, yeah. boxing yeah, match. Boxing. It's, it's Martin. Right. It is the I don't want to fight no more, Jim. Exactly. I don't want to fight. And I so think I, I think that's that. right. Um, I feel like the biggest problem that they will have is, or one of they'll have many, but one of the bigger problems will be defending what they have allowed to happen in this country. You look at Chicago, 
and you look at the shooting victims in Chicago mm-hmm. um, skyrocketing and look at the number of those who are black lives. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that, that's the kind of yeah. stuff that if, if you really want to push it down, you want to drill down. Those are the things that the president will talk about and Joe Biden will have no response to that, you mm-hmm. know, or mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, I just don't see it. I don't yeah, see it happening. I don't see it being good for, for them. If they have those LeBron debates. James tweeted this out this morning, <laughs> and then I want to move on. I want to talk about uh, Amazon continuing mm. with their electronic book burning. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's electronic book burning, right? But Le- LeBron James did tweet out today, change doesn't happen with just talk. It happens with action and needs to happen now. For my I Promise School kids, kids and communities across the country, it's on us to make a difference together. And then here it is. It's always connected to this. That's why your vote is quote more than a vote and then the hashtag was um black lives matter i'm sorry at more than a vote which must be an organization or something like that um there's a there's a uh, black fist Mm. black power fist on it it seems that if we're not going to be able to control sports you know it goes this goes back to political action Uh as if voting for joe biden immediately ends the situation that Jacob Blake was in, because let's remember that Jacob Blake was at a woman's house who didn't want him there. Mm-hmm. Like when nobody wants to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Nobody wants to talk about that. So just vote differently yeah. and you won't have it. See. You won't have that. And that's what it comes down to for all of them. That's I've been hearing a lot of them say that, you know, well, in November you can have a new president. I'm like, and that's, man, come, and that, and, and, that's and, the oh, catch all for all of this. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I almost forgot to mention this. And by the way, also, if you vote a different president in office in November, you also won't have the knife in the floorboard of exactly. the car that See? Jacob Blake was approaching. I almost forgot to mention that. Right. That's a huge he part of the story, that. right? Right. He, yes. And they recovered the knife from the car. Yeah. He said it, that he had a knife. And they recovered the knife from the car. So, you know, vote for a different president and then people will make better choices when they come in contact with law law enforcement officers like if that's the reasoning that's that's what we're supposed to believe I, it just does not compute but there are too many people who are driven up driven along by their emotions mm-hmm. right like they're just driven along by their feelings so they don't think logically it mm-hmm. is amazing to me let me just say this it is amazing to me that the young woman who didn't want Jacob Blake at her home didn't call BLM activists to come get him. <laughs> right? right? I mean, come on. I know, right. I know, Miki, you're not being politically correct. I mean, y'all know me by now. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing it. She didn't call BLM, right? Like, she didn't She didn't call for activists to come and mm-hmm. remove this unwanted house guest. Who did she call? Right. <laughs> the police? <laughs> yeah. I would like, I would like for someone yeah. to, to answer that question. Like, in the America that these people are trying to create, who is it that this woman will call? But most in the is community it, do want police. Like that's that's true. Those are know? facts. Those numbers bear that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That most black people living in black communities, so to speak, mm-hmm. want law enforcement. Do not want a decreased presence of law enforcement. Certainly, I got to tell you. <laughs> Don't want them showing up with glitter pixie dust. Right. Like there's no, I don't know anybody who understands what it's like to live in a neighborhood where you have to have bars on the window. Mm. You know, I mean, seriously, like, I don't know anybody who's like, yeah, the police is out to get us. Right. Like, no, they're like, no, they're, 
Right. Hopefully they're getting him because because he tried. I had to get bars put in. Right. <laughs> like we. Anyways. All right. So so that's that. We're just taking a jog around headlines. This also here is uh, interesting to me. This is Amazon at its best, which is why I, I'm going to say this and I haven't really communicated this. But most of the time when we interview people, we ask about their website. Mm hmm how our listeners can can learn more about what they're doing, where they can get the book. Now, that's on our guests to say, you know, get it at my website. A lot of times our guests just say you can get it at Amazon, right? Because that's easy. I think increasingly authors are going to have to say my website is, <laughs> okay? Mm. You can get the book here because Amazon is making the decision that there are some books that they just will not carry, because the content of those books is offensive. Mm. Now, the stuff that should be offensive, Amazon will continue to carry. Yeah. Right? But the stuff that is not offensive, that is truth, for some reason, Amazon is shutting that down and saying that they're, not, they're no longer going to carry it. Wow. So here is the story here. Um, Amazon has removed a book outlining the medical and psychological dangers associated with same sexual acts or same sex sexual acts from its website. Some say it is further evidence of a larger censorship trend. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, like that's 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 what we believe, that it is evidence of a larger censorship trend. Yeah, that that's that's what Amazon has always done. The book Health Hazards of Homosexuality, What the Medical and Psychological Research Reveals is a 600 page book. Um, now, now listen, the book compiles data taken from major medical professional groups, the Centers for Disease Control and other sources, uh, including LGBT medical and advocacy organizations. And the book, um, a compilation of all of those resources, okay, mm -hmm. makes the case that the normalization of specific sexual activities has come at great cost to society and the acts are proven to be and that those acts I should should say are proven to be harmful to the human body and psyche. Amazon said that book has got to go. Now, why is that important? Because Amazon has set itself up and, and you know, the consumers um, is I, I, the consumers are responsible as well, right? Like we, we are a part of this uh, because we do shop at Amazon. We have allowed Amazon to be the behemoth that it is, right? Mm -hmm. We often think of, well, it's just two days. Right. <laughs> Let me click today and then in a couple of days I'll get it. But this puts Amazon in an incredible position of power. Um, according to the organization Mass Resistance, which published the book, uh, compiled the book, the book was housed at Amazon. Um, this is what they said. They said on July 17th, we were notified that they have determined that the book, speaking of Amazon, uh, violates their content guidelines and they have thus taken it down completely. They closed mass resistance account and would not allow them to open another account. Mm -hmm. um, this is censorship. This is electronic book burning. It's basically saying this book is not free to be consumed by anyone. So you don't have the choice about what you will or will not consume. Right. Um, in August of last year, at the behest of gay activists, I would imagine, Amazon discontinued selling the books of a few authors who identified as gay or lesbian, but having come out of that relation or out of that type of uh, activity, wrote books 
about them coming out of that lifestyle, Hmm. coming out of that type of activity and coming to Christ. Wow. Okay. Amazon said no to those books as well. Wow. One of the most recent things um, to happen, which is really interesting because we invited her on this program to talk about her book and we were informed that she's not currently doing interviews. I'm looking at this information and I'm wondering if this is not the reason why, Um, but Abigail Schreier Um, who wrote the book Irreversible Damage, The Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters. Mm -hmm. Um, Her publishing company was not allowed to promote her book on Amazon. Mm. So they didn't pull it down, at least as far as I understand, but they were not allowing her to promote the book. Um, Anyways, uh, when we get back, we'll go to the phone lines on on Aaron the Addisons. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. We appreciate you doing that and want to open the phone lines. We're just taking a look at some of the headlines and just having a conversation around some of the things that um, that (laughs) that's happening right now in the culture. I'm Miki and I'm Will and that's Jason Nelson. Nothing without you. Sherry B is over in Studio CC taking your calls at 888-589-589. 8840-888-589-8840. Again, just to, to finish up with this Amazon um, electronic book burning that, you know, they continue to engage in. I think on the practical side of things, like, of course, we lament this and we say, you know, are you just a distribution center? Mm-hmm. Right. Or are right. you controlling content and thought? Like, are you? I mean, It's the same thing with like Facebook and all the, you know, correct. They have, they are controlling this. Like they are letting what they want to, you know, go through or be sold or whatever, be seen, be seen mm-hmm. and everything else that they feel like is harmful to their community. <laughs> yes. You know, they're like squashing. Yes. It. Which is amazing because think about that now. I mean, we are not talking about the hypocrisy is glaring here because remember Amazon carries things on, you know, bondage and illicit sexual behavior. Mm-hmm. But because that is cloaked in, you know, sexual freedom, right? Right. By the world's definition, then that gets to stay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but being free from sexual sin is not okay. Hmm. I mean, and when did Amazon become a community? Like when, when did Amazon become an exchange of ideas? Right. Like you don't, you, you don't like, no, yeah. <laughs> you just, I mean, it's very one-sided. Yeah. Like it's, it's not, it is not an exchange of ideas. It's not even a, a platform as we've come to understand social media platforms. It's a store. Mm-hmm. It's a store online. Started and that's what just we've always, books, right? just books, <laughs> just books. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. So what I was going to say, and we'll go to the phone lines here, is that practically speaking, what Christians are going to have to do is you're going to have to make sure that you're not dependent on these outlets. Mm. You just can't be dependent on these outlets. And so That's whatever right. that looks like, 
you know, giving greater attention to your website and, and how you distribute your stuff that may be um, required. Yeah. Anyway, where do we go first? Will the great. All right, let's go to Margaret. Uh, hi, Margaret. Uh, yes. Uh, going back to uh, Jerry Falwell, I was wondering, is there scripture after a person goes through true repentance, should they go back to the position mm. that they were when that mm. when their discretion was found out? You understand what I'm yes. saying? Yes. Yes. Good question. Thank you, Margaret. That is a that is a great question. I think that there are different types of restoration. And some things are, are disqualifying, like. Right. You know. Right. Um, now, where and the only reason I'm hesitating is because this becomes difficult. Like the scriptures that come to my mind mm-hmm. are the scriptures that pertain to church leadership. Right. Mm-hmm. That the, mm-hmm. the person who is overseeing the Lord's church must be above reproach. Right. The husband of one wife, right? You know what I'm saying? Like his household must Man. be in order. So if we're viewing this, this with his job as like a college professor and it's not, and how they handling things as far mm-hmm. as it being like a business, I think there may be room for him to go back. But if it's like they're doing this as, as like a ministry, you know, I, I think he's disqualified. <sighs> Man. I. But she look, asked for scripture I, though. She asked for, she didn't ask for my opinion on that. Right, right. Well, <laughs> here's what I would say. I would say being restored to the body of Christ <clears throat> is instructive in the scriptures. Yes. When you look at Paul's second letter to the That's Corinthians, right. the immoral brother that was expelled in his first letter, <laughs> I hate to, to talk about it in those terms, um, the Bible instructs that he be taken back, right? right. That he that exactly. he comes back into the fold. Um, now, it does not, the Bible obviously does not, indicate or seem to point to that this man had any position of leadership. Right. He was a member of the body of Christ. Right. There is an article that I've had in front of me for a long time. And I just got to tell you, I'll just be 100 percent. This question and Will the Great, we actually kind of batted it around just a little bit. Um, The percentage of pastors who believe that if there's a moral failing on the part of a pastor, should that pastor be restored to the pulpit Mm -hmm. or should that pastor be done forever? (laughs) Excuse me. Um. I think the question is, biblically speaking, when we look at the requirements for an elder and an overseer, yeah. has that pastor forfeited or disqualified himself from that office? I think that does not mean that he's given up his salvation. Exactly. exactly. Right. Yep. I, I don't know. I, no, don't, I was going to say, you know, I will go back to the, you know, what first Timothy three says and go. it gives you like a list, you know, of, um, requirements i think for for uh overseers and deacons and i think if for for uh, jerry's uh Falwell, uh junior i don't think he saw himself as a pastor i don't know you know i don't i don't think so it might be different for him but he still was in the place of leadership mm-hmm. like within a christian context but the way that they handled things it seemed like it was like ceo-ish so i you know I would say if he's seeing himself as a Christian leader mm-hmm. and an overseer of a ministry, then this would apply. First Timothy. I don't see how you get around that. Yeah, man. And I think the question is, and I would have to go back and, and I would have to study this and look up the original Greek for the word restore. Right. Because I think that's the question, especially when it, as it pertains to a person who is in like 
a, a leadership position in a church, right? Yeah. Um, the Bible admonishes us <clears throat> that if someone is caught in a, in a sin, that we should gently restore him, mm-hmm. right? That there's, there is, this is church discipline. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that the Bible suggests automatically putting that person back in the mm. same office that right. they once operated in. Right. Right. Everything you look at, man, and, and let me just say this, everything that you look at in the scriptures, okay, we'll, we'll move on here. Everything that you look at in the scriptures is after the preservation of the glory of God, mm-hmm. right? Even when Paul is instructing Timothy that if there's a charge, two or three charges brought against an elder, Paul tells Timothy that that elder needs to be rebuked publicly so that fear can fall on the congregation. So that means this is not a soft thing. It's not mm. just a, mm-hmm. oh, okay, yeah, we know you're going to be a good boy now and we'll just put you back. It's it's that, what does it look like for the church to all say, oh, whoa. It does something to, to the whole body. Like the things the of God are serious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, anyway, okay, let's go, let's, let's take another call here, Willie Great. Where do we go next? Okay, let's go to Monty in Virginia. Hi, Monty. Hey, guys, real quickly, because you're going to run out of time for the next caller. I want to make two quick comments. One, I had my wife uh, graduated as a doctor there in, in 2016, and Donald mm-hmm. Trump showed up to help with the diplomas. But if Jerry Farwell would like to be readmitted as a custodian or an industrial engineer and work his way back up, uh, there's trust and repentance. And I'm kind of being facetious, but mm-hmm, that yeah. university is... That university is one of the most wonderful. I'm 110 miles from there. I have a daughter graduate from there. I have another one going there. We've got eight kids. And I love Liberty, mm. but they handle the place like a business. There's a wing called, you know, James Dobson there and Tim Clinton. These people are absolutely wonderful. But when you make simple things happen with money and behavior, you need to repent and get it right. Mm-hmm. James, uh, you think about LeBron James again, another story. Real quickly, LeBron James and all the people that have made so much money, I don't care what color athlete you are, but they're shooting themselves in the foot because mm-hmm. professional athletics has no business in politics, none at all. Mm. I love you guys, and thank you for letting me speak. Thank well, you, God Monty. bless you, and, and thank you for bringing in that perspective as well um, about your your wife and, and your, your, your daughter and your kids yeah. and everything. Um, and I think it's important, too, for us to note that uh, one man's indiscretion right. is not an indication not of university. what is happening. Yes. And right. that is so important. And so right. I'm, I'm really grateful to have an opportunity to be able to make that clear. Right. Um, okay. Let's, let's go. Where do we go now? Will Green? All right. Let's go to Anthony in Mississippi. Hi, Anthony. Hi, Will and Mickey. Long time. No talk. Hey, brother Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been busy, busy, busy. Okay. Good to hear from you. Uh, Look, I just want to say this whole BLM, this whole Antifa, the liberals, the leftists, the Democrats, and the rhinos, all they are really trying to do is hastening the new world order. Mm. What they're doing now is just showing it because I've learned it doesn't really necessarily matter what you say with your word. It's your action that's mm-hmm. going to tell the real deal mm-hmm. about you. And I'm going to get off and let y'all comment. Mm, no, I agree Anthony. with you. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I think that what we have constantly witnessed or consistently witnessed is uh, demonic activity. Mm-hmm. And our brother Abe did just an extraordinary job oh, exposing this on his program, um, hearing it from these women 
<laughs> um, in their own words. In their own words, and, that's right. And, and, and boy, I, I can't say enough about people needing to listen to it. Um, our sister Anne here, um, for, who writes for the AFA Journal, took that show and kind of put it in print. <clears throat> and so um, I, I, there's just resources out there that right. confirm what we are watching is of a spiritual nature, yeah. even more so than it is political. Yeah. And people need to understand yep. that. Right. That yep. that has more dire consequences. That's right. That's All right. right. Will the great. Where do we go next? All right. Let's go to Patrick in Virginia. Hi, Patrick. Hi, well, Mickey. Uh, really, I've been blessed by your show. Uh, yeah, I live in Fredericksburg, Virginia, south mm-hmm. of D.C. Okay. Um, but uh, anyways, actually, I'm from Milwaukee, so I'm, uh, which is uh, Kenosha, so it's like 15 miles south of, uh, of there on 94 in the winter of Chicago. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I want to talk about Liberty. My daughter graduated there in, uh, in uh, 2014, mm-hmm. and I got a Liberty shirt, Liberty dad hat, and it's just uh, <laughs> sad. You know, you know me, you're proud of to wear something from a college, but yeah. it's just a stain on the car. Christ when a Christian falls and yeah. I just pray that they do get restored and uh, and uh, even counseling for their marriage needs counseling like yeah. I think uh, yes. you know even President, President Trump Melania I hope that they have had counseling to recover mm. from past things yeah but, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah I uh, I actually uh, went to drove three hours to uh, hear Tim Tebow speak there in 2013 mm-hmm. and what what it's weird from this this whole thing going on is that, uh, yeah, Mrs. Fowell made a weird comment. She said, I-, I was thinking about Tim Tebow in the shower today. And then, you know, it was like, just like a sexual innuendo, and then oh. they laughed about it, whatever. Oh, but, oh I didn't mean it that way, she said. But it was just kind of, it just popped back to me that, she, you know, if this was mm. going on, then her thoughts were whatever. But anyway, wow. it's, uh, it's not, I don't celebrate. I, I just hope that they get restored and... Yeah. Uh, and all that, and uh, like, I've also i I have eight children that were homeschooled, and I went through an unwanted divorce uh, mm, four years ago after thirty years marriage. But I got a master's degree in, in uh, ministry. That now, because I'm a divorced person, I cannot uh, be a minister in my church. Mm. Was just mm. talking about, about how you qualified. I felt like a second class citizen, and and like uh, you know, I've actually asked, you know, can God still use me? We got man okay oh my goodness i hate that we're running out of time because i think that that is a bigger question that people have than than the time we have to explore it so i'm going to leave it there and then tomorrow we'll come back and look at some of the scriptures that i was jotting down as we were talking um earlier to margaret until tomorrow lord willing god bless